Got got in your left headphone. Can you start spinning up the reels? Spinning up the reels. <laughs> Alrighty, and recording and going and sound in five, four, three. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting the newest comic duo, Davis, a dabbler in many disciplines with a voice that can soothe and persuade. Mike, a fanatical specialist with a mouth like a bullhorn, fueled by strong opinions and a compulsion to share them with microphones and comics in hand. They are Jacks of Trades. Hey everybody, I'm Mike. And I'm Davis. And this is Drinking Issues. On Drinking Issues, we read a current comic arc and talk about it. Hi, Davis. Hey, Mike. What's up? Why'd you get all soothing with it? Oh, because I am uh, changing it up, man. Changing it up, you know. Makes me uncomfortable. We're here with uh, Gideon Falls, number five, what we're working on right now by... uh, Is this an NPR podcast? And here we are with Michael Durrett with Too too much energy in your voice. There's too much energy in your voice. Here we are with Gideon Falls with Michael Durrett. I miss Raymond. Uh, No, you sound like, what's his face? Um, uh, The brother from Everybody Loves Raymond. No, 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 no. There's a comedian. Bad Henry Kissinger? No, there's a comedian. I can't think of his name. Okay, well, we'll focus on that later. It'll come to you in a Doesn't matter. Anyway, how are you? I'm I'm fine. I'm okay. ready to get into this. Yeah, let's do we're it. Getting this issue. This is, this is an exciting issue. Got a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Gideon Falls, number five. What's your favorite word, Davis? Penultimate. Penultimate issue of the arc. Yeah. Six, the arc ends, and then they go on hiatus, like we said. Uh, so, obviously, this is the climactic issue. Ooh. So, some poop should have gone off. Yeah. But... It's drinking issues. So, what are we drinking today? Well, Michael, I took a I took a page from your notebook. And you put a bottle in a brown paper bag. And I put a bottle in a brown paper bag. Like an bag. alcoholic hobo. Absolutely. So, give me a minute. What we have today in the bag is... Oh, look at this. Not only is it, have it ha- a cork on top... It has a cork with top. a weird ribbon. Yes, it has a ribbon on top instead of a cage. Because we're doing the Corson Donk Potter Double Ale out of Belgium. Donk as in a large buttocks? Uh, yes, the Corson Donk is actually a pirate butt. Okay. Okay. I'm, yes, because the Belgians you. can't pronounce Corsair. Oh, okay. I'm just kidding. Okay. No, that's not at all. In any I, know. Shape or form. I know. But so, I don't trust the uh, words you say anyway. So I picked the Potter Double Ale because it is the Double Father Ale. Because we got two daddies in this issue? Because we got two daddies in this issue. Two papas. <laughs> Davis pulled the cork out, and it sounded kind of like fart, and I'm five. I, so. just, didn't, I just didn't want to pop it, pop it. Yeah, yeah. But again, it sounded kind of like fart, and I'm five. All right. Nice little bottle, very simplistic. Pours incredibly well. Just got, got, brought my own glass this time, because you have mm-hmm, the proper mm-hmm. drinkware for this uh, this type of drink. Brown. Uh, it is, uh, it's got a good head on it. And bottled in Belgium. Uh, one pint, one pint, nine point four fluid ounces, uh, seven hundred or seventy-five centiliters. Yeah, it's a it's a double, a double style, which is one less than the triple or a tripel. It's good. It's actually uh, the last time I had this beer, I was on record describing that it is a combination 
Uh, Pizza Hut and Taco Bell? No. Close, though. Uh, because I did not know a lot about the world of beer at that point. I'm like, dude, it's like Shinerbach, Newcastle, and High Life had a baby. Because it had that rich maltiness of the Shiner and the Newcastle, but it's really bubbly like a High Life. Hmm. The champagne of doubles. Hmm. Oh, it's sweet, too. Yeah, very simple bottle. I like the design. Nice, uh, nice brown and kind of like a cream motif. Oh, that's good. That's sweet. Very sweet. The uh, No real alcohol flavor the whole thing. It tastes... Uh, Really good malty, get good caramel notes in the whole thing. And uh, one of my favorite things is a slight waft of banana in the whole thing. That There's no bananas in it, but chemically, yeah. chemically. Something similar. Something to... some, something went right slash wrong, and it smells like bananas. Something similar to Nanners. Yes, yes. Um, uh, overall, still love it. Great. And it's uh, again, it's the Potter Double Ale, the Double Father Ale, because we're dealing with two daddies. Or two fathers, technically. Yep. Hmm, interesting. So very, that's what I have. What, what do you have, Michael? I have, even though I didn't put it in a paper bag, I hid away my colster today. Uh, Yeti makes a colster. It is a holster, koozie, metal, mm-hmm. jobby situation. Mm-hmm. You can get the Arctic version from Walmart for much cheaper, and it's just as good. I brought today Southern Pros Devil's Harvest. The breakfast IPA. Uh, I didn't bring it for the breakfast part. I don't know if we've had this one already. We have. Well, I forgot that. It's okay. And also, I didn't drink it then. That's fine. I'm drinking it now because uh, there's there's a moment in this issue which really feels like the devil's taking his due. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, uh, I don't think that it was on this comic, though. I think we might have had Devil's Harvest during Plastic. Maybe. Been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Me, uh, I believe, believe we had something to do with the goat head and a chainsaw was a big thing that we had with it. Sure. Ram's head. Ram's head. Now I remember because you you told me it was a ram's head and we got into a verbal altercation about that. Yeah, I remember that. Anyway, now I'm going to describe it from a much less cultured standpoint because I never brewed beer ever. Sure. I believe the word you gentlemen use is sessionable. Yes. Um, the word I use is day drinking. Yes. It is, uh, it's nice. It's got uh, the lovely hoppy aroma mm-hmm. without that I threw up last night flavor in the back of your mouth. Okay. Uh, removes a lot of that bitterness yeah. that you usually get from IPAs. Uh, very similar to like a juicy IPA right. with no fruit. Okay. Um, uh, how, how is it? Uh, Some of the accessibility to, of uh, the, uh, like, like a juicifer, but no, no like fruity flavor and a little less... A little less like, um, I don't know, Juicifer just feels, for lack of a better term, juicy. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it fills the mouth differently than beer. This definitely has more of a, a, a water kind of feeling. Okay. You know, it, it's much less colloidal. To, than uh, a, uh, to sound pretentious, how is like it resting on your tongue? It's not. Really, right. re- really, really clears very good. quickly. Good, good, good. Flavor comes in, goes away real fast, doesn't leave a lot, and the... Uh, and then the way of a memory just just walks into your life, says hi, and then leaves. Ah, just like dads getting cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And again, got a really cool uh, guy wearing a ram's head with a chainsaw on it. I, I do like the uh, the button-down shirt, too. Yeah, he does have a Hawaiian shirt on, uh, which uh, our friend Mark would appreciate with Aloha Fridays. Mm-hmm. So anyway, let us jump into the issue. All right. Remember what happened at the end of last issue, Davis? Kind of. Uh, the deputy got killed by Joe Reddy. 
Yes. Looks pretty brutal. Yes. A lot, as lot his, of blood. As his wife was sitting outside and, um, uh, yeah. A lot of blood. Unfortunately, yeah. no beer company that I know of makes a lot of blood IPA. So. They might make a lot of blood orange IPA. If they did, I would have gotten it, but it wasn't mm. at Rouse's. Anyway, Sheriff Miller and Joe Reddy are in a face-off now. Um, she is drunkenly holding a gun. Don't forget that detail. She is drunk. She is drunk. Who gave her the gun? Why is she? This is ridiculous. Well, she's a police officer. Of course she has a gun. She is a drunk police officer. This town has no regulations whatsoever. It's a lawless swamp. Yeah. Well, it looks pretty dry. Lawless field. Yeah. Um, Sheriff's got her gun. Joe has his maul. He throws it at her. Her drunk dumbass can't dodge a hammer. Real simple side slip. It's not complicated. If you weren't so drunk, maybe you could have done it. If you had more than two people that worked for you, including yourself, maybe you could have sent somebody else who could have done that. Yeah, but, well, the other guy's kind of dead, so sucks. Yeah, well, that's the problem. Maybe you had a third person on staff. I don't know. Um, Redbox highlighting the flying mall. Um, it hits her. Blam. Yeah, uh, again, got to call foul on the sheriff. It's a thrown hammer versus a nine mil. Even if she gets hit by the hammer, she can get a couple shots off before the hammer comes near her. Yeah, but she's drunk. I know. That's why I got to call foul on the sheriff. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be drunk if you don't have adequate backup. That's the moral of the story, kids. That's the main takeaway from this book. And again, with all the weird shit that goes down, you think this town would have a better organized police force. Maybe that's the conspiracy. They want to keep the police force disorganized. Not buying it. Okay. Anyway. So she gets hit with them yeah. all. Yeah. And then... Doesn't get a uh, shot off. Drops the gun. Father Fred tries gun, to gun stop... Gun gets discharged when it goes off. Yeah, but it don't matter. Don't hit nobody. Uh, Father Fred tries to stop him. Um, then he gets stabbed in the hand. Yeah. Yeah. Through the hand, actually. Sorry, through the hand by with, Joe Reddy. With a scalpel. Yep. Why, why does everybody have a scalpel? Where do they keep getting all these scalpels? Maybe from a doctor or a medical supply store. Fact checker Greg, can you Amazon a scalpel? Metal handle. Fact checker Greg. Scalpels. This. Sterile safety scalpels. Gross. Okay, They're so. Like Med Office Direct and random websites. Yeah. So, so, so you can Amazon scalpels. Great. Thank you. Um, Thank Amazon specifically, but definitely on, it looks like you can buy them online. Cool. So they go outside and they find Janet, Joe's wife. Damn it. On the ground. Throat cut. Bleeding to death. Great job, Joe. Great job. Uh, she uses her last breath to say, saw you inside. You were there. In the house? Yeah, no shit she was in the house. I don't, I don't understand. I'm going to need more context, Janet. Mm-hmm. Not a, lot, not, not a lot to go with here. Not a lot to go with here. They follow Joe's trail into a wheat field. Yes. I'm going wheat. Yeah, that looks like wheat to me. Um, and they find he has disappeared. Yep, but backup is on the way. Yeah. Uh, what else do they find, Davis? Uh, you know crop circles? Yes. Okay, this is just a, a crop rectangle. Yeah, one giant... Flattened rectangle, which, hey, according to my notes, the lamest crop circle. Yep. Um, and there's a scalpel. The scalpel. 
Eh, sure. But apparently, everybody's got scalpels. Maybe somebody else dropped a scalpel. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Uh, the sheriff says, that let's go uh, Let's go see Doc Sutton, which is confusing um, because he's a doctor. He knows scalpels, I guess. I assume so. Um, what do you think they got the scalpels from? Maybe. MedicalSupplyDirect.com. We just heard that. Or they could have stolen them from him. Who knows? Also, great page layout. Uh, they did an excellent job. Uh, excellent jobby with the barn. With, with this, the barn, as well as the uh, the, not, the nine panel, 16 panel in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Just really plop, mm-hmm, plop, plop, mm-hmm. plop, plop, laying the story out there. So, something I noticed in that in that big picture right there, right? So, we got a red circle around them in the, the field. Mm-hmm. We got a red box around them in the... Uh, uh, holding the scalpel, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Flip ahead to uh, Father Fred. Flip ahead to Father... Not Father Fred. Um, Doc Sutton, right? Yeah. Flip ahead. Yeah. Look at the wall behind Doc Sutton. What you seeing? A lot of circles. What color are the circles, Davis? Red. A lot of boxes. Never Red put boxes. these two together. Nope. But these little highlights look a lot like the kind of highlights that Father Fred makes on his little Charlie Day crazy board. Mm-hmm. So who's who's crazy boarding these issues? I mean, is this uh exactly is this is just, this something is that this already emphasis, happened, or is this uh, him just pointing out things that could be related, or is this something that already happened? And this is we are reading a crazy board to somebody. Ooh, I don't know yet. I don't know all yet. Right, but all right. but adds a nice little layer to those red boxes. I'm pretty happy about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, jump on over to Doctor Zoo with Norton. Um, she asks when he first saw the barn. He says maybe uh, four or five years old. And we get these incredible um, pages. It's black pages with like a child's scribble scratch in red. Yeah, like uh, really, well, crap drawings, but they're really good crap drawings. Yeah, great effect. Uh, and it's like Norton's childhood nightmares, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Pretty horrific. He remembers nothing from before he was found in the city. Uh, he hated the hospital he was locked up in. We're shown two scars on his wrist to prove how much he hated it. Yeah. Tried to uh, tried to take an early exit, and uh, highlights that the whole garbage situation saved him. He, yeah. he gave him purpose to find these pieces in you know refuse scattered across the city. I found the, the thing that kind of correlated it all together. Yeah, uh, they they talk about the dichotomy of the barn that it's terrifying but also enticing. You know, and it kind of kind of causes uh, mm-hmm. that 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 dichotomy there. And you're drawn to it very much like as soon as you get that taste of it, you kind of have to kind of keep on looking, kind of mm-hmm. see what's going, keep on moving. Mm-hmm. And then Dr. Zoo asks if Norton has ever been hypnotized. Weird, Doc. Kind of weird. I will say this also is after Norton finally takes his face mask off. I didn't notice that. I didn't know. Good, 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 good catch. Yeah, he finally uh, takes his little respirator mask off. Mm-hmm. We jump back to uh, Sheriff and Father Fred. They arrive at Doc's place, and Doc patches up his hand. So I guess he is a real doctor. Or at least he knows some basic At least he day. was a real doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, she asks him about the scalpel, and Doc says it ain't his, right? Now, you look, the scalpel's got a weird handle. So it is not one we have seen previously no. with, like, Norton or anything like that. Yes. it's not, And it's not the one that yeah. the Doc had or Norton had or anything like that. Um, the, the sheriff and the Doc are highlighted by something new. Instead of like a, we get a red 
outlined rectangle like normal, but we also get a white one. Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, what, the white square around her square? Yeah. Uh, in all honesty, I, it, my, my first thought behind it was, oh, yeah, he did that because, you know, the, the red would have just bled into the background a little bit too much. But I don't know. Yeah, it's different. It's it's, it's never been used before. Right. Uh, no idea. Yeah. I mean. Well, she tells him about the flattened uh, patch in the field, and he immediately starts talking about the night her brother disappeared. Yes. Back when she was a kid. There was a flat rectangle in a nearby field. And that's when she says, Stop it. It was not the goddamn barn, Dad. Excuse me? Oh, uh, yeah. Apparently, Doc Sutton's is the sheriff's uh, father. Which is why we have the Potter Double, the double fathers. Father Fred, Father Sutton. Father Fred and Doc Sutton. Who Daddy, Daddy Dr. Daddy Sutton. Yep, Dr. Daddy Sutton. Um, here in his small town. Yeah, so, so now, now we kind of get to speculate how normal of a dude was Doc Sutton before his son went missing. You know, plenty of people kind of lose their uh, lo- lose their grip on reality. Or maybe he's on to something proper, you know, right, correct, but still, I get why he kind of comes off as crazy. Well, I mean, he, uh, it's... I've never lost a son, but I imagine this would be a very traumatic experience. I would assume. And then for him to, not only was it a, oh no, he it's it's not like he found the body somewhere. It's not like he, you know, saw it was murdered in front of him, yep. disappeared. So then it was like, okay, well, it's the barn. Well, if it's the barn, it has to be this. And we find this newspaper clipping, yeah. which kind of shows that mm-hmm. maybe Doc Sutton's not so crazy after all. What's well, the thing? He, he dove into black barn research, um, and the sheriff resents him for it because yes. she feels like it kind of took him away from her. Absolutely. Uh, but that resentment fuels her disbelief. It's not really necessarily rational disbelief. It's it's fueled. It's It's partisan, if you will. Um, father pulls out a picture drawn by the sun the night he disappeared. And it's a black barn. Well, it's, it's a barn in red pen, but he only it's, had white paper. It's the black barn. He only had white paper, so he drew a red barn on white paper. Yeah, but, but, no, but no black pens. I'm going black barn. Yeah, I'd go that as well. Yeah. Um, sun went missing when eight, so I was speculating early. Maybe this could be Norton, but Norton clearly says he was older than that. Yeah. When he appeared in town. So right. maybe he's but, just another missing child from this town because there's plenty of missing people out of mm-hmm. this town. But yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking is that maybe Norton went into the barn and then went out in this new location. Kind of the, the well, the nightmares he's had since he was a kid, the barn drove him to go there. Yeah. Okay. But the whole thing is that maybe, you know, maybe Norton is in a different time. Maybe he's in a different place, but... Maybe he is, think about this. So we had somebody show up to Norton's house, steal a bunch of samples, right? And a scalpel. We're thinking all along that this is the bad guy, right? What if that's a plowman? And that unbeknownst to Norton, the barn is using him to collect it, its pieces. And the when mo- he collects everything, it can reassemble. Hmm. These are just wild speculations, but... I mean, I agree, but why would the... Well, 
if the barn is using Norton to reassemble everything, then why would they just not burn his apartment down and get rid of everything in there? Instead of collect the pieces of the black barn to possibly assemble it themselves. You ever tried to burn a Ouija board that you used? You ever tried to burn a Chucky doll? No. Those things don't burn. You've seen movies. Ah. They come back. Maybe stealing them and putting them in disparate locations is the uh, the appropriate way to get this going. Like in the ocean? I don't know. All right. Bury them somewhere. Put them in jars of acid. I don't know. Stuff. Give them the tweakers. Anyway, but again, not a lot of clear cut. But I do think that Norton probably came from this town. We just yeah, don't know I why mean, or I, how or whatever. I mean, I've got nothing. I've got nothing against that theory. I mean, that 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 sounds logical. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, the thing is, that drawing of the barn looks eerily similar to those earlier depictions of Norton's childhood nightmares. Right. You know. Well, I mean, it's everyone's drawing of the barn. Yeah. Well, yeah, but also there, there's 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 some similarities, but. Um, uh, Doc Sutton and the sheriff have a moment where they almost connect. But she swings back to angry rejection. She can't take it. She can't do it. We jump back to Dr. Zoo hypnotizing Norton to help him reach further back into his memories. I love these panels. uh, I figured you would. They're very Cartoon Network Adult Swim. Yeah, They're very, uh, very trippy. Yeah, let's just go with trippy. They're very super jail. Yeah, you're right. They are very super jail. Yeah, and Norton is terrified to go this far back in his memories because what does he find at the end of the the road? The one thing that is shown in every single picture of the black barn. And the one thing that a barn needs to actually be a barn. A door. Yep, barn doors with a weird red spot behind it. Yep. Weird, weird red light. Uh, very, very unsettling. Again, why I think he probably came from that town, went into the barn, managed to escape at some point. I don't know. I don't know what happens in the barn. Or the barn transported him there to get him away from the town. Maybe. Maybe. So, Father is on the cusp of believing Doc, but the sheriff leaving takes away that confidence from him. Mm -hmm. Again, I don't know how many times I have to say this. Fucking stop it. You've seen it. Stop. You seen the barn. You seen a man kill somebody because of his belief in the barn. You seen a crop square. Fucking stop it. You know it's real. Just believe the damn thing. Quit being uh, an idiot. Yep. Uh, we don't get a lot of that because we hear a gunshot immediately and they run out. And Father Fred sees Joe Reddy carry Sheriff Miller's limp body into the most intense drawing of the black barn we've seen to date. Yeah, it's uh, scary. Scary, scary, scary. Yeah, Very, very dramatic. Great art. Again, Andrea Sorrentino, always killing it. Now we know what Joe's wife was talking about when she said she saw her in the barn, or saw her in there, mm-hmm. in the barn. Um, but what was Joe Reddy's wife's name? Janet, maybe? Janet, okay. Yeah, damn it, Janet, yeah. Yeah. Um, you just said, I saw you in there. You know, so again, leads me to, to Norton, which is you can enter the barn and leave apparently. Yeah. So you don't necessarily die when you go in the barn, mm-hmm. I guess. So I don't know. Um, uh, lot to unpack here. Lot to unpack here. So Dr. Zoo, did we ever get her first name? I don't know. Okay. 
I don't think so, but I'm not sure. Okay, because I believe I'm not. It could be Angie. We we don't know Doc Sutton's first name. Yeah, it's Doc. That's a terrible first name. Doctor Doc Sutton's. Doctor Doc Sutton's. All right, I only bring this up because uh, there's a uh, on, the, on the last couple panels. It's a door. What door, Norton? You know what door, Angie? The only door. So I guess her name's Angie. We can assume so. Yeah, I'm going or, in. Or yeah. no. Or he's talking to somebody else from his memories. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. okay. Well, I I don't know who Angie is. Is the sheriff's name Angie? No, it's Clara. That's what or I thought. Clara. That's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure. I don't want those, those weird okay. ambiguous names. You want to go? Uh, you want to rate, or do you want me to rate? Uh, I'll let you rate first. I'm going nine on this one. All right. Almost a perfect issue. Again, stop it with the nonsense. All right. We've seen the barn multiple times. Sheriff Miller is in the goddamn barn. If one fucking person next issue disbelieves the barn, I don't know if I can take it. We've got so much barn contact at this point, you can't refute the barn. So much barn. So much goddamn barn. So much barn. Um, All the barn? At least a surplus of barn. Okay, all right. Like I said earlier, there's like a 5% chance that Norton is Doc Sutton's son and Jeff Lemire can't count. But probably not. Probably he's just from that town. Right. But there's there's a scalpel thing here. It's a theme. There's a thing here. Joe Reddy yeah. had one. Doc Sutton is the first target. When they see a scalpel, Norton had one. So there's something going on with mm-hmm. scalpels here. That's the knife of choice for some reason. Terrible blade to fight with. Just saying. Not a great utility knife either. Could it possibly have started with a Doc Sutton scalpel and then evolved from there? I don't know. Do you think it's the same scalpel? I don't know about the same scalpel. No, I I definitely, no. As the one they stole from Norton? No. Because it's drawn differently. Okay. And that would be a huge faux pas for an artist who's drawing, you know, at this point, 22 an issue. Between the time that scalpel was stolen to now, it's roughly 66 pages. It's not a long time to forget what that scalpel looks like, you know? All right. Uh, and you have plenty of reference materials. So it doesn't, doesn't quite make sense to draw it differently if it's the same scalpel. All right. And I expect more from Andre. He's been doing a whole lot in this book. Uh, it's, it seems like a rookie move for an artist of his caliber to make. Um, really liked how this ramped up the intensity. Yeah. Getting close to some real breakthroughs the art keeps delivering um you know the the tension is mounting for multiple characters and i'm so ready for this damn payoff are we going to get a scene of norden entering the barn are we going to get you know his father going to go in like what is what is going to happen here how are we going to get the sheriff out i don't think she's dead no i don't think i think she's just knocked out she's like shot in the gut that's what i'm going with shot Mm -hmm. in the gut not a great not a great time but not dead yeah Uh, but i'm super excited to see what they're going to do because they have to have some kind of some kind of conclusion, some kind of satisfactory end point on the arc. And I for once in a comic, for once in a horror story, I don't know what it is. Okay. All right. I really don't know how you're going to put a bow on this moment. 
you know. Well, we know it's continuing, right? Yes, it's definitely continuing. It's, it, it takes a couple of weeks off, and then it goes to the seventh issue, okay. I think in October. Uh, so, In which they could, you know, true detective it, and it's, you know, new people, new situations, and everything well, else. Well, that's my whole thing. So, so, it's, like, so it's like, what is, okay. what is going to happen? I don't quite get it, you know? So I, I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited to see where this goes. I'm really hoping they stick the landing. I trust they can. I think it's going to be a good, uh, good finale. Good finale to the arc. Outstanding. Which, uh, what about you, Davis? What you got? I'm going to put this one at an eight. Nice. A lot, a lot of high, a lot of high votes. You're, uh, this, you're absolutely right. It is the penultimate. This is definitely like the. Uh, we, well, first of all, we finally see the barn. Like. The door open with the barn. The barn! Exactly. We finally get to this point. The doors are open. The floodgates have been opened. And we know that something's going to go down next issue. Now, whether we have these two schools of characters actually interact, maybe? Who knows? We don't know. Interesting. I mean, it, it could just be, you know, someone from one end... Um, uh, on the Gideon Falls end, it could just be them going to the barn and having, you know, their own thing. While on the city end, it's, you know, uh, Norton and Dr. Zoo just kind of uncovering more things. But, I mean, in more one way, in more than one way, symbolically, the door is open now. The physical door of the barn is open and going. And number two, Norton's mind is now open to what is the barn. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. It's, it's unlocked all of his memories now. Because up until this point, he's just going after the barn. There's nothing... He's never admitted to having been in the barn, having seen the barn, having yep. done anything with the barn. He just knows that the, the the remnants are in the garbage, and that's where the barn is. And I need to find the barn, and I need to... Fi- he doesn't even have an intention. Uh, yeah, it's true. So now, now he knows he is of the barn. He's from the barn. Yeah, and he has no, he has no intention. It's not like, well, what are you going to do whenever you get it? I don't know. Are you going to burn it down? He's never said anything. He just doesn't know. He just knows he has to. He just has to collect it. He has to collect it. He has to get everything. He has to get closer to finding out what the barn is. And that's it. So, yeah. Eight. Loved it. Um, uh, Can't wait to see how this ends. Uh, For this arc, it's definitely been a uh, a little bit of a fun ride. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's about all I got. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Very excited for uh, next month. Ditto. Can't wait. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, you know where to find us, jackstotradespodcast.com, at jackstradespod on Instagram and Twitter, facebook.com slash jackstradespod, and uh, jackstotradespodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and uh, send us an email, write us a review, um, like us, follow us, DM us. Solicit us? Yeah, send us stuff. That's cool. It's cool. Uh, suggestions, comments, uh, anything you have. Happy to... Uh, Happy to answer. Happy to modify the show if your ideas don't suck. Happy to read a book you suggest. Maybe. Absolutely. So, uh, so yeah, we're looking forward to uh, this thing ending. Uh, not because we have not enjoyed it, but because, well, you know, time to do something new. Yeah, time to do something new. Yeah. Um, uh, we have something in the works for the next uh, drinking issues coming up. Hopefully, you guys like it. Should um, be fun. Uh, Should be fun. Some, still got some things to uh, you know hammer out with the details, but it'll be good. Yeah. We are on. Apple Podcast, Google Play, Stitcher, and our website, jackstradespodcast.com. Uh, go ahead and write us a review. Give us a five-star rating on any of those platforms. Uh, that really helps us out a lot. It helps us get higher up in the searches, higher up in the suggestions. Uh, if you like the show, somebody else might like the show. So go ahead and 
please uh, pay it forward. Yep. Last issue coming up. Yep. Uh, I don't have anything else to add. Davis, you got anything? No. Nope. I got nothing else, man. Okay. Well, again, thank you all for joining us as usual. My name's Mike. And I'm Davis. Have a good one. And another one for the road.